As if the shutout loss wasn't bad enough, the fans' booze made the message loud and clear. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. I hope you're all having a fantastic Friday or whatever day you're listening to this. Uh, We got to talk about the Flames' embarrassing loss to the St. Louis Blues, as well as Huska's and Markstrom's media availability and post-game press conference. I think that there's a lot to be learned from that and a lot to take away. And of course, because it is Friday, we do have to talk about the winners and losers of the week. But before we dive in, please make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube as well. Last night was brutal. If you watched that game, you probably thought to yourself, there are about 63 other things that I could be watching right now. And I'm somehow choosing to watch the Flames. And, and you're right. There there absolutely were other things on that you would have gotten more enjoyment and less frustrated with. I just want to say, Jacob Markstrom is the only player that is getting praise from me. The only player. Simply because he stood on his head. Not even that. He just he looked like he was ready to play. He just he looked like he knew the fundamentals of hockey. He made some fantastic saves, and I think that was one of his better performances in the last year or so. I am appalled at the lack of fundamentals that went into last night's game. And, you know, Matthew Coronado had several opportunities to score. He had five shots on goal, did not touch a single one. And Dylan Duve, I need to put together like a stats package um, and visuals so we can talk about and break down Dylan Dubé's performance on this team and why he should have been traded like two years ago and why, you know, now is probably a really good time to trade him. But he whiffed like I have never seen before. Like it was Charlie Brown trying to kick a football And I just remember sitting on my couch, putting my head in my hands because what was that? It just, it was bad hockey. Bad hockey was played all around last night. There were points where the Flames weren't even passing it to each other. They were just turning it over. Like this was all one giant game of, like they're just one giant super team, I guess. And it, it was so obvious that they weren't there last night. I'm not making any excuses for this because this team has talked the talk and now it's time it is time to walk the walk. I get it, you know, we're only 6 7 games into this season, but how many times are we going to say, "Oh, it's only been this many games. It's only been that many games. We've only seen this much." But it doesn't even feel like that because when did they happen? <laughs> 
they just they don't feel like anything there i don't know if there's anything to be proud of right now because of the way these last five games have gone the flames just looked so careless out on the ice ryan huska said it himself there is no work ethic or was no work ethic in last night's game and it was so hard to watch because like I said, it's just them turning over the puck, making bad passes, whiffing on passes, the inability to elevate the puck and quite literally do anything to make themselves look like they were even playing the game. I thought about it long and hard last night while I was watching this game. And then I thought about it on Tuesday, mentioned it on Wednesday's show about how the Flames This team did not have a comeback win until March last year, and I believe it was against the Canucks. And I want everyone to think about that when they're watching this team on the ice. And, you know, obviously we've said it a million times, this year cannot be as bad as last year. Just statistically, probability-wise, it's just, it's not possible But it certainly feels like we just took a six-month break and we're picking right back up where we left off. I didn't like anything I saw from the Flames last night other than Markstrom. I thought that the soft call against Uyghur for interference was he was just skating and was he supposed to just evaporate? Maybe the player could have gone around him. Like, it wasn't even like it was, oh, he hit him hard. No, like they just kind of like bumped into each other the way you do in the hallway, probably a little bit faster. But even then, it was avoidable. Because, <laughs> but from the, uh, the Blues player, and I don't, what do you want Uyghur to do? Just stop dead in his tracks? Like, I, I don't know. I thought that was an incredibly soft call. And Craig Berube crying about penalties against his team is nothing new. We've been seeing this truly since the 2019 playoffs. I thought that players ganging up on Matthew Coronado and Sharon Govich were uh, certainly choices. Tori Krug, mind your business. The Flames were just completely outplayed last night. They made the St. Louis Blues look like a playoff contending team. That's not easy to do. So congratulations, uh, working hard on that. Coming up next, we are going to talk all about Ryan Huska and Jacob Markstrom's media availability because there are so many important things to take away from what they had to say and what kind of message they're sending to the team as well as fans. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick break here and I'm going to talk to you about one of our new sponsors, Park View Advance. As a business owner, you realize there are times when receivables may fall behind, but that does not mean you need to fall behind on vendor payments, payroll, or rent. For more than 25 years, Park View Advance has helped business businesses secure working capital from 5,000 to 1.5 million dollars. Parkview Advance can approve your working capital in as little as 24 hours. It's a much easier process than you might imagine. We invite the many entrepreneurs that are locked on NHL fans to learn more by calling 203-675-0071 or you can visit parkviewadvance.com. If your business needs working capital, call Parkview Advance today. 
Parkview Advance, helping business with businesses with their working capital. And then we are gonna pop in for another quick break here to talk about Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace Case provides five antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace Case is filling out a simple form online. And in some cases, you just have to jump on a quick call with one of their board certified physicians and ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment related questions. Uh, they're easily accessible. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Go to jacemedical.com and enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. Thanks everyone for sticking around with me here on today's episode of Locked on Flames. I appreciate you. We are here for you every single day, win or lose. We're, we're here to talk about the game and the biggest storylines. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you're getting your podcasts and of course on YouTube as well. Last night, there was a quote that went around, and it was actually a very much quote where people were like, oh, we are seven games into this thing, and this coach already hates his team. Now, when I saw that, I was, <laughs> I was confused, because it felt as if it was a little, like, he named names. He was talking about uh, Huberto and Kadri, and the quote is, if you're expecting those two guys to win games for us, it's not going to happen. We're going to be waiting for that for a long period of time. <laughs> I saw that and was like, "Where? where's the rest of it? Is there any context? And then the Flames put up the typical post-game media availability. And it makes much more sense. Ryan Huska is very articulate and he's he's thoughtful and mindful with his words and that's probably something a lot of us should probably learn from him right one one question he was asked was like what do you think of Huberto and Kadri's play like you need to get more out of them you know they're big big money guys like what are you doing and he's like we need to get the whole team going it's not just these two and then someone followed up saying how do you do it and you know, you need these guys to win you those games. And then the quote comes in and it's like, basically he's saying the two players cannot win you a game. He emphasizes through his entire, at least a seven minute clip that I saw that this is a team effort. And that that is so important because I feel like last year it was very much pointing fingers. And this year there's accountability but in a different way. And with Ryan Huska's approach, at least what we're seeing in the media, it feels better because number one, he, he knows what he's talking about. He came out last night and discussed the lack of work ethic, the issues all around and how there was just, you know, mistakes happen. What can't happen is the lack of effort that happened out there against St. Louis and point the finger and blame them sort of media availability. He knows his players' names. He knows their numbers and he doesn't, he's not coming from this like villainous place. And I know people are going to say, well, he's just too soft. And it's like, no, 
sometimes being articulate, like that doesn't mean you're soft. You don't, you don't need to just go out and blame and point fingers. That's very counterproductive, especially if you're trying to get the room back together and get everyone on the same page. And Jacob Markstrom met with the media today and talked with them about the start of the season. And he, you know, he was asked about his performance and how he thought he looked. And he's like, I've won one game. Us as a team, we need to get it together and win more. They kind of asked again, like, well, what about your own performance? Do you think you're helping them win games and, you know, keeping them afloat? And he's like, no, this isn't about me. This is a collaborative effort. And one thing I did appreciate here is that he mentioned that they keep everything in the room. And that is important. Because when things start to leak to the media, it creates a situation where someone isn't being honest, there's some deceitfulness, deception, and it creates a lot of outside noise as well as inside noise. He said something like, you know, we keep it in the room and we just don't talk to you guys about it and to the media. And he he giggled, chuckled, whatever, and like no no one else did, but I, I did. I really just thought it was great to see some sort of accountability and emphasis on teamwork because this team does not look like a team. They look like a bunch of individuals that have been put on the ice. That's not a team. You need the cohesiveness. You need some sort of consistency. You need structure. This team needs consistency in the lines, in the way that they play. It's not anything new. I'm interested to see how things go. The Heritage Classic is on Sunday and everyone's kind of talking about how that's going to be the most boring game. It's going to be a giant mid-off between two mediocre teams and thinks that this is the vibe going into things and that the season has started off on such a crummy note. Elias Lindholm... (laughs) And Zadorov both apologized to the fans and were like, yeah, sorry we played like that tonight. That, you know, we hear you loud and clear with those boos. And hopefully it's a wake-up call. That's what Ryan Huska said, you know. It's got to be a wake-up call because I would be booing them too or something like that. And he's absolutely right. (laughs) I don't really think it's necessary to boo during like a regular season game. But if it was a playoff performance and they looked like that, oh God. We are packing up the whole team. We're leaving. We are going to a deserted island. But coming up next, we are going to talk about my winners and losers of the week because who doesn't love ending the week with a little competition? And before we do that, I do want to take a quick second here to talk to you about the Sleeper app. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper the official daily fantasy sports app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Alex Ovechkin, Connor McDavid, and Sidney Crosby will record more or less of their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100 times bet, 
on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Flames fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you will get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Thanks everyone for hanging out with me today on Lockdown Flames. I greatly appreciate you being here. It's the end of a long work week. It is nearly Halloween and it is Heritage Classic Weekend. And I will more than likely have a pre-game episode up on Sunday before the game with any updates, uh, like if Connor McDavid's playing, what what Ryan Husk is cooking? Is he cooking in the kitchen or is that thing on fire? But my winners and losers of the week are probably, you know, typical ones, I would say. My first winner of the week is Britney Spears. <laughs> Britney Spears released her memoir and oh my goodness, the amount of shocking revelations that came out of this book were just mind-blowing and it it makes you stand back and look at things a little bit differently and the things in the media that were being portrayed start to make a lot more sense because everyone has a story to tell and they do it in their own way and Brittany was lucky enough to be able to do it through uh the every time music video and unfortunately it's a devastating story, and you just wish nothing but the best for her, truly, and on her healing journey. It's been like this her entire life, so good for her for writing this book, and I hope that, uh, you know, she's able to release music or do whatever she wants next. It's, it's up to her. My other winner would be 1989 Stands. If you have not listened to the masterpiece that is 1989, what are you doing? Go listen to Taylor's version. Those bonus tracks, I'm telling you right now, if those came out in 2014, I think we, no. (laughs) No. You guys think hockey Twitter is bad? Stan Twitter would have eaten everyone alive. My losers of the week, Phillies fans. I'm going to say Phillies fans. Uh, The city of Philadelphia is a wonderful place to be, you know, sports fan. Great, great atmosphere at all their stadiums and arenas. But the, the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. They lost the World Series. And then they just lost the uh, championship round in the, to, to head to the World Series. That's that's tough. You know, you to Arizona, who hasn't seen the playoffs, I think, in like 18 years, and then hasn't seen the World Series in even longer. So it's very, it's tough, you know? And now Dave Dombrowski is talking about what they're going to do with Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins. So it's a tough day to be a Phillies fan. That'll do it for today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Balmasto, and thank you so much for hanging out with me today and spending time with me this week as the Flames just keep, they just keep pouring gasoline on themselves. That is the only way to describe it. 
So make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube as well. I am on Twitter or X at Jess Belmosto, and I hope to hear from you soon. Feel free to leave a five-star rating and a nice little review because just like milk, it does the body good.